gente. Welcome to Let's Have Loud Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Maya. Kyra. And Clara. Today we're going to be going over what we discussed last time, which is ultimatum queer love. We're also going to discuss other topics. I did just want to clarify something really quick. Al Pacino did not deny the paternity of the unborn child. Apparently that was just a rumor. He did speak out to, I believe it was some kind of magazine that he did not deny the child and request a paternity test. So basically, he's not trying to deny that he fathered the baby at grandpa's age. Anywho, um, there is nothing wrong though if he did. Still don't think that there's anything wrong with ever requesting a DNA test. Why not double check? If there's nothing to hide, what's, what's the negative about it, right? Agree. Agree. I really do because, again, I think the age has nothing to do with it. Um, but if you have just, I guess, any kind of inkling to just make sure that it is your baby, you should have that right. But then again, we don't know their circumstances. So we just wanted to go ahead and clear that up for you guys because, like we said, we don't want to get sued. Um, I don't want no one coming at me just because I reported on a rumor that I heard online. So. In saying that, we're going to have Kyra start off by breaking down the ultimatum queer mm-hmm. love finale and the series overall. What did you what'd you think? So, so again, I stick to my original comment. Uh, Mal's a G. I love Mal. Shout out to Mal. Um, also, looking into like her social media and stuff like that. I just love everything she's doing. Um, she is doing a lot with Pride Month. Uh, all that kind of stuff. So, shout out to her. I think she's probably my favorite on the show. Um, the others just have a lot going on. Um, Sam has so much patience. It's crazy. It's insane. Uh, everyone can take a lesson from her, I think. Um, I'm really glad to see her being able to speak up and stand her ground and, um, in the reunion, her just going to kind of comfort Tiff, like she a real one too. Um, she's more on the quiet side, so you know, I, I quiet people tend to scare me. But uh, definitely, you got to see, I think, a, her true character, which was awesome. She was great. Um, those were my two favorites, I think. Lexi, she's a boss. She's definitely a boss. Um, everybody else's relationship, I can't really. It is what it is. I feel like there's a little bit of messy in everybody. uh, And you got to see all of that on the show. So again, if you haven't checked it out, you're missing out for sure. So really quick before we go any further, I almost forgot to mention our fan, our friends at sad fan podcast network, actually our friends with Tiffany's friend, Natasha, Mm -hmm. they actually know her and they just wanted to let us know that <laughs> that she's actually a dope person. She seems dope on the show. She had well, solid I'm advice. Not, sorry, I lost. <laughs> I'm Squirrel. <laughs> Natasha. Natasha. Sorry, oh, okay. Yeah. okay. With Tiff and Mildred. And she's okay. Yeah. And she's friends with um, with Tiff, Mildred's partner or ex partner. Ex partner. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, everybody has the right to feel the way they feel. That's their relationship. Cool. Um. I didn't like the approach, but I've also been that woman that's just fed up. I've I've been in a relationship where I was just like, okay, I can't do this anymore. 
it's just drained everything out of me. So I think we do have to remember that uh, when they're on the shows, you know, I don't know everything that happened, uh, but it definitely seemed Mildred had some anger. She had some hostility uh, and it was let all out. Uh, again, I don't agree with the way it was done. But, you know, to each his own, they got to handle their own situation. And I also think it's different when you have kids in the situation. So, overall, great show. I loved it. Uh, hope they have more. Um, yeah. Meet me, but I didn't watch the finale. But I got, yeah, I know. Oh, no. But I watched it. <laughs> and I can I can totally 110% agree with Mel and Lexi on on like your standpoint and like your you know the way you perceive them because i'm a hundred percent with you on that however i did not get a chance to see the finale but i will watch it today <laughs> because i know there's going to be more to say about it i really do especially you know once we start getting comments about it and someone chimes in and tells us you know their thoughts about it once i do see it i feel that that'll give you a little bit more of like um, time to like actually say hey you know what this person's right or you were right with this because but everything else yes so question then since you didn't see the finale and you don't get to see like you get to see who proposed to who and all that good stuff who do you think is still together so we'll start with Sam and Aussie do you think they got married no do you think they're still together I'm going to be honest, I the ones that I I do think that might have a chance mm -hmm. are, are probably, because this is a tough one for me, um, I don't think they're still together, but I think that they're like working on it, if that makes any sense. Uh, and those would be my only two that I think. Those two. Those two, because even with Tiff, mm -hmm. like I, it, it's I, it, there's just too much going on right there. What but. about Mal and Billy? <sighs> no. What I, the reason why is because of the way Mal even described Yoli in the beginning in the sense of how she falls in love too quickly and how she noticed the difference of like not being different from she the other ones exactly like what that. A, like she did what exactly yeah that. so i honestly in re in reality my thought is the only ones that are probably together but yet not because they're kind of working on it would be Ozzy and Sam how do you, what do you think about Lexi and Bray <sighs> cousin all I gotta say is Ray needs help she needs help I, I, I she and, say that and I say that not in a disrespectful or mean way and I I think she just needs help because the way I I saw her she, she was too standoffish in any perception whether it was a compliment towards her or whether she you know like just expressing herself and wanting to, I feel like she, even though she was a little bit older than Lex, she still didn't know what she wanted. I feel that her head yeah, wasn't, yeah, she was still like not set on what she really wanted for herself. She probably had an idea, but I feel that she wasn't secure with herself 
so I don't I, I don't think so but I could be wrong Xander and Vanessa no just no Xander and Yoli uh, maybe they have a thing going to see where it does lead because you know three weeks isn't enough I think but I don't I don't think it's I, I just no so I the only people if I correct me if I'm wrong the only people that are still together are Rossi and Sam well not technically I don't I don't think anybody's together does that make sense I don't think any of them are technically still together I feel that I want I want Mel to be my friend. I know. Mel, <laughs> I just want Mel to be my friend. But I don't. I mean, I I I just don't have that vibe. Yeah. Maybe I need to see the finale and see what actually yeah, like no. the, the the energies there and see what's what and then like go from there. But just throughout the the, the episodes that I did watch, I, I just don't feel because even Ozzy. Like, just, she has a lot of work. A lot. Yeah. She's a lot. And and you mentioned that Sam is a very patient person and someone who likes to see the bigger picture of things. But she's got a calm about her, like, you know? It's crazy. Yeah. I wish. I, Sam, you need to come teach me some things. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, no. I don't have time. No, yeah, no, no. What about you, cousin? So I had took notes. Because <laughs> oh I have a lot of things that I want to say. First of all, happy Pride Month to all of those who are within the LGBTQ plus community. Yes, we appreciate yes. when you feel that you are ready to come out to share your stories and to be who you are. And if you're taking your time to come out and share who you are, that's fine too. Just do it in a safe space that works for you. Now... I do want to say this experiment is not something that I would ever partake in, ever in life, ever in life. Yeah. No shade, but you would have a partner. First of all, okay. that's disrespectful. <laughs> Second of all, I wouldn't do it because one, I don't like to share. What I feel is mine is mine only. And I feel like even though they're technically broken up for those three weeks or whatever, to me, that's not a real breakup because if we're going to get back to being the way that we were potentially, then it wasn't a real breakup. You're cheating on me. That's just how I it see it. It goes back to your cutting people off. Yeah, but so far that's worked <laughs> for me. Um, well, maybe. Maybe I haven't. But so I would never do something like that. Sam and Ozzy, I, I feel like Sam is very sweet. And the way that she does things, but Ozzy runs too, too quickly from conflict. It can even be something that's like a calm conversation and she feels overwhelmed. She leaves and doesn't come back until the next day. That would be a problem for me. She that, just has issues. Again, like she's not ready. She doesn't even know. Yeah. You know, and her being the oldest one, basically, out of... She like, was like 42, right? Yeah. Out of all of them. Um, um, she's dead. Yeah. And her... The fact that when they asked her, and the, later they asked her, would she tell her parents? Because her parents didn't even know anything. She said no. So she's afraid to tell her parents who she is. Um, let's see. What else? 
Mildred and Tiff, I feel like they needed a lot of work when I was watching it because it feels like Mil Mildred's very opinionated, but when she doesn't get her way, she will push your buttons to get her way. That's how I feel. Yeah. Personally, how I feel. Yeah, that, um, that I do agree with. Like, there's because they know each other in that sense, so she yeah. knows what buttons she can't push. Yeah, she know? knows exactly how. But yeah, she doesn't like hers pushed. Like right. Interrupting. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 no. It was. It, you have to watch the the finale. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Vanessa for everything. Um. Lexi and Ray. Mildred went in hard. Went in hard. She's a bitch. I'm sorry. Hey, that was rude the way that she did things. She's a bitch. She went in. So I will say this. One thing I I do appreciate is you can see that that was an issue. The whole interrupting thing, and in that finale reunion, whatever, you can see Tiff really trying to work on that. Really trying to be like, I'm sorry. Like it's it's hard not to interrupt. Sometimes you get excited, you get passionate. I struggle with that. I'm doing it now, but it's not intentional. Right. It, you know, right. it's just you're in the emotion, in the moment, and the feelings, and the ooh, you know, like yeah. Yeah. you get excited. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you get excited. Yeah, you're right. So I feel like they would really need like therapy, therapy, therapy all the time. It wouldn't be able to stop if, and this is prior to getting to the reunion. So this is just my thought prior to that. Now, now I have thoughts. Now I saw the reunion. I was like, wait a minute. Scratch that thought. But Lexi and Ray, I don't think it was going to work out from the moment that Ray and Vanessa had their moment. Because for me, Lexi is the type that maybe not maliciously, but she will bring that up when she's upset. When she's upset or she's hurt, she will bring that up into conversation and that's not healthy. To me, that's not a healthy way of living with somebody. That's why I said it's kind of like how they said they talked about it, saying that there could be a, a possibility of that happening. But one thing is talking about it amongst each other and the other thing is finding out that it happened. It, it's completely different. Um, and Yoli and Mal. I feel bad for Mal because... She was 100% right in her concerns to begin with when it comes to marriage. And I feel like her concerns in the beginning were valid. Mm -hmm. And she stayed very true to who she was from the beginning. Like, this is who I am. It's going to be Yoli all day, all every day. I'm team Yoli. Lexi is a friend. I want to help Lexi get through this. And it almost like you could see her, her empathy for others who were going through yeah. stuff. It's yeah. It's like Kyra said from the beginning, she's a real one. Mm -hmm. Because you can honestly see how genuine she is. Mm -hmm. She has always, I mean, you, I, to me, at not, at not any point did I see fakeness or pretending to be something or someone she was not. Just the, just the support she shows is like crazy. Like, I can't imagine... Seeing the person I want to marry, seeing the person I'm with, even if I'm not even at that point, seeing the person I'm with and knowing like, okay, you fell for somebody else. You need that closure. Okay, go get your closure. Like here, here's a, you know, here's the opportunity for you to say your piece. I get it. I respect you 100%. I'm here for you. I got your back. Like just that safety. Like I, that, that. 
Mal, Mal and Mel, Mel version, come holla at me. And for, for my last couple, I think I only have one more, was Xander, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And Vanessa. I did not like Vanessa from the beginning. I made it very clear when I told Kyra, I can't stand Vanessa. I don't like her, which is, to me, don't like is different than saying hate and I'm okay with don't like. I did not like her. You just like her very much. Very much. But I feel like it was because I, when I saw her initially, I was like, she's just down there to fuck. At the end of the day, that's all she wants. That was a very vulgar word. She's a very vulgar person. I mean, she's matching energy's she homegirl. As soon as she found out that there was a possibility that she was going to lose the partner that she came with, she started sending text messages to be malicious, to stir up drama, and to be a, to, lack of a better word, to be a bitch. Like That's I what said, she wanted. It's always been about her. <laughs> yes. She's one that makes everything about her. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, okay, I, I don't like that. And it, when, I know we talked... The first time we said someone who has confidence. At first, it was like she was trying to to demonstrate confidence, but in reality, she's a very insecure person. Because as mm -hmm. soon as you found out that there was a possibility that you could lose the person that you're with, you started to do everything you can to keep them. Say you love me. Do this. Do that. And then hurt other people in the in process. process. And I'm not down for that. I don't like when people hurt people hurt people, but that's still like there's there's a certain time and in, in place where it's not acceptable. And I feel like innocent people shouldn't be your target. Mal didn't deserve for you to put those doubts in her head about the the conversations that were going between Yoli and Xander behind her back. So that for me was something that I did not like. But if I have to actually choose between who I dislike more. I dislike Yoli way more than I do Vanessa, and the reason why... I was just going to ask, please elaborate after yeah. She hurt our girl. She, she hurt our bestie. And first of all, someone... I'm going to ruin it for Clara. I'm sorry. When someone proposes to you, you have the option of saying no. You have the option of saying yes. When you're not sure because you may have feelings for someone else, you shouldn't not say yes. Not may have. Let me clear that up. She never said, I may have feelings. I may still love Didn't Xander. Didn't she say, I'm in love with She Xander, said, I, I, still, yeah. I still love Xander. Yeah. All right, bet. And she said yes to the proposal mm -hmm. from Mel. And then Wait. She never, I never heard her say yes. I heard her say, you know I don't care about the ring, and put the ring on her hand. Never heard her say yes. But she did Wait, not. She put, did Mel put the ring on her hand? Yeah. Or did Yola oh. grab the ring and put it herself? She said... I think, I don't know. She said, will you, and Yoli went like this. She physically didn't say it at first. If I'm... that's when... No, 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 no. Mel went like that. If I'm asking or being asked, you better use your words. You better use your words. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. That's just respectful, period. Yeah, don't nod. But, the way Aussie proposed, I was like, bro, you're going to give her a rock? I know, that was... You're a rock. And then waited hecka long. I'm like, bro, that, that's what we're going to do? We went through all this, yeah, and that's what you're going to do? <laughs> no, and what got me was... So, I feel like the... 
that particular episode, so the one before the very last one, kind of drug out because they waited too long in between, like, the couples and all this unnecessary commentary for me. It was just a lot. But I felt like Yoli and Xander went the whole, like, let's go over here and then go and talk and then separate and then, like, act like they're crying. And, well, they were actually, some of them were crying real tears, but I believe Yoli was just a crocodile tears. That's just me. Um, so then there she goes, wait. And I'm like, oh, fuck, is she gonna, is she gonna end up saying, I wanna be with you? And then, like, she still goes with Mal. Like, I, I thought this no. was thing. As soon as she said that, I was like, oh, she's gonna break it off. Yeah. And then she did it and was just hugged up with her. And I'm like, well, that's. I do want to say something to you both. My mommy, I made her watch that part, that particular episode. Did you notice anything about Yoli's outfit at all? I didn't that watch dress it, and the so shoes. I can't say. Dress and the shoes? Uh-huh. I, did, I didn't watch it, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. Them? No, so her shoes, well the dress one was a little long, that's why she kept like lifting it up, but I feel like she's just short, so it's gonna happen regardless. Her tacones, her heels, were like this far off the heel of her foot, if you notice her shoe. Her heel, so a normal heel, like if you're a size seven, right, you'll get a size oh, seven longer. shoe. It was about this much. So they were too big. They were too big, and my mom is the one who points it out. She goes, mm. That girl didn't even get the right shoes. What the hell? She well, gonna fall? <laughs> and I'm like, you're looking at her shoes? <laughs> I think it's because they were like, you know how you slide down? Yeah. Because my shoes do that. She got like, small feet and she got too big of a shoe, girl. My, no, my cousin Charlene is about her size. And also you guys know though that in those kind of shows, they wear like rented out or borrowed mm -hmm. out wardrobe. So maybe she's like, I want that outfit and I want those shoes. Yeah. I mean, and they're like, it's too big or something. She's like, nope, but I want them. So yeah. she, probably, I don't know. Like I said, I, you know, based on the personality or whatnot, maybe that's probably what it could have been. No, but your comadre, that was the first thing that she pointed out was her shoes. She, it's because she wasn't invested in the relationship. No, she no. just wanted to And then no. now, with all that being said, do you guys think that the outcomes based on you guys watching the finale, um, any of this would have been different or gone in a different direction if these were heterosexual couples or male gay partners? No, I don't. Because we are talking about estrogen. Yeah. And testosterone. Well, and women are just and dramatic. Then, but see, the masculine woman, which is Ozzy, she was one of the masculine, she's drama. She didn't know how to cope or handle. And again, I feel, God bless you. Um, I, I don't know, I feel that a lot, like it was stated earlier, hurt people hurt people, but I don't necessarily find that to be true. Yes. So. I think if it was a man and a woman, they wouldn't even have tried to make it work. Because a lot of men, not all men, 
with their ego as soon as they find out, for example, in let's say Vanessa, Xander, Lexi and Ray situation where it was made aware that something physically happened. It happened yeah. The a man's ego, a lot of men, not all men, would be right. like well, I don't want to be with her, and then they would just throw dirt all on that person's name, even though they probably would have done the same thing if they had the right person. person. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. it is harder, I think, for men to accept and quote-unquote infidelity, even though they were technically broken up. Um, I think men in general just have a harder time accepting that the woman can move on or the woman has the right to move on because... Again, socially, since we are, you know, talking about, you know, Pride Month and stuff and a lot of people coming out to their families and friends, when it comes to being in the social realm or whatever you'd like to discuss, it's a stigma regardless whether you're gay or you're a man and you cheat on your girl or whatnot. Like, it's, it, it's just, I feel that men in general just have like a totally different social aspect in life period you know and and so women and I, that's why I was asking the question in the sense of do we feel do you guys feel that the outcome or the scenarios would have been a lot different if it was either a heterosexual couple or gay men you I know think for like that as far as like the heterosexual relationships I think there's just because I was actually talking to a friend and we had talked. We had talked about the show mm -hmm. a lot, and uh, we were talking about something. And they were just like, "Well, that, like, the LGBTQ community mm -hmm. is a lot smaller than than um, like the heterosexual. heterosexual." Yeah, and so I was like, "Okay, that makes sense." Um, so I don't know if it would necessarily. So maybe that is why there's more mm -hmm. of an attempt to work things out whether it's to female to male whatever the case is i think for like the as far as like the heterosexual relationships i think there's just because i was actually talking to a friend and we had talked we had talked about the show a lot mm -hmm. and uh we were talking about something and they were just like well that like the lgbtq community is a lot smaller than than um like, the heterosexual. like heterosexual yeah and so I was like okay that makes sense um so I don't know if it would necessarily so maybe that is why there's more of an attempt to work things out whether it's to female to male whatever the case is maybe that's why there's more of a push mm -hmm. again I have no idea yeah. um I'm one of the people that goes hard for a relationship so I'm going to give and give and give until I yes. physically and mentally am like, I can't give anymore. I have nothing left to give. Um, and so, I don't know if it would be different. I do think the ultimatum, though, pushes more, more relationships that are stagnant into like, okay, we need to figure this out. Mm -hmm. Like, we really need to figure this out. Whether you give an ultimatum I don't really I don't know I've given an ultimatum um and it sucked it sucked to be the person giving the ultimatum I've talked to the person I gave the ultimatum to and have gotten comments about how much it sucked to receive it and how hard it is to be 
stuck and be trying to figure it out and the whole situation all the way around kind of sucks when you're not when you feel like your relationship is at a standstill yeah. mm -hmm. like okay what are we doing mm -hmm. like I don't want to rush it but I know I love you I know I want to be with you you know yeah but at what cost and so I think that's especially with social media and stuff I mean yeah, we can contact anybody everywhere and so it's like, hmm, at what point do I think that this is the this not settling, but this is yeah. the this is the best for me. Like I think people now struggle making that jump, making that leap. And and um if I may, this is one thing that I don't understand. <clears throat> And I, maybe I'm not going to explain it properly or it might be a little confusing, but um, when someone already lives together and they've been living together for two, three years, like most of them have, what is the difference of signing a piece of paper stating that you are married? Because you already share responsibilities. You already share a home. You already share your life together. And then what if prenups are involved? What if? So how would that make you feel? You know what I mean? Like, so I, I have so many questions because I am a married woman. They are not. Um, she's single. Though they're both single, but she's been in long-term relationships. Kyra has been in long-term relationships. I have been single for a very long time. Ever. Forever. For a very long time. Forever. She really has. <laughs> By choice. By choice. However, coming from a married standpoint, um, there are regrets. There really are. And that's why I have that question for people who are rushing into a marriage. Marriage can be beautiful. Do not, do not get me wrong. I'm not bashing on marriage. My genuine question is when you are already, because I never lived with my husband prior to marrying him. So I think that's why I'm heading there and why these women had that ultimatum for their partners as to... You are already living with them under the same roof. You guys share um, responsibilities, bills, a life together. What is the difference of signing a piece of paper saying you belong to each other under the state's eyes when you can have a beautiful spiritual ceremony with your loved ones? No documentation involved, but yet in the long run, if it does last, you guys still have the same rights. doesn't matter the state you live in. I, I just feel that sometimes it's just a cliche type of thing, having documents signed. Yes, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, um, to answer your question, I think the difference is like, so for example, let's use Sam and Ozzy for example. Mm -hmm. I think that's the best case scenario is Ozzy was very torn between tell telling her family she's gay, let alone that she has a, a partner or a spouse. In her family, they would have to address her as a friend, not her significant other. So let's say, God forbid, there's an accident and Ozzy's in the hospital. Ozzy's family is going to make all the decisions because they are the next of kin. They are the ones that get to make these decisions, not Sam. Not necessarily, but, though. Word. But in most cases, that's how... It, it is unless you have it on paper unless you have it on paper that they are a beneficiary and that they're this right. they have the you know they, you in those cases like Clara was saying sorry I forgot my card yeah um I think in we those cases 
in those cases, so for me, I've, I've, I've always been the one that's like, I want to be married. I want to have kids because I was with, like, they've asked, why do you want to get married? I want to know that if something happens to my partner, I can take care of you. I can make those decisions for you. So, of course, I've been educated and now I understand power of attorney, medical power of attorney, beneficiary. I've under, I've learned all those things. I'm working but on that. still, part of me still feels like society has raised me this, like that's what you're supposed to do. I want to take my husband's. I've always said, I'm not changing my last name. My last name is Smith. I, it ain't going nowhere. And I've joked around. And apparently that's a very, uh, shouldn't tell men that because men get offended. <laughs> but they don't want to take your last name. Mm -hmm. I guess it's like a bad thing. Don't don't Again, joke around like that. It's, it's a social <laughs> stigma. Like it, is. Really it is. It um, is. To that point, like how you said it, there's, there's this idea that when you're brought up and you're raised a certain way that it's going to be that way. Like my last name is going to stay my last name. I... I went through a lot <laughs> with my name. That's why it's a little hard sometimes. Um, but I want to keep my last name the way it is. Mm -hmm. And even my sister's like that. One Were of my you sisters. Hyphenated? Maybe. Um, I I can't say that for sure right now because right now my brain says it's like that's gonna be my last mm -hmm. name. That's it. But if I were to meet the right person and I feel like at that time, yeah, I want to hyphenate it because I want to feel like they they feel like they're included in my decision making, then yeah. But as of right now, it's just going to be that because I realistically, I grew up in a household where we all had different last names and to me, mm -hmm. it didn't make mm -hmm. any difference. Grandma had a different last name than my mom and my dad and then me and like it was fine. And then Tia Lupe and, you know, Meli <laughs> moved in with us for a minute. They had different last names than we did. And then June <laughs> for a minute, too. Yeah, it's backstory. Yeah. Uh, sorry to interrupt a little backstory in terms because you made a very valid point. Like, why don't men take our last names, you know? Um, and it goes back to the whole social stigma. And backstory on the, everybody having last night, different last names. I didn't know that my dad who raised me was not my biological father until... <laughs> I got a student of the month award with my little brother. <laughs> I was like in fifth grade and he was like in kindergarten, first grade. And I remember they called our names and I was so confused as to why I had one last name and they said a different last name for my brother. And when we get home, I tell my mom, in all seriousness, mom, you need to call the school because they made a mistake on Junior's <laughs> certificate. She's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, well, they said, you know, Student of the month, Clara Gurola, whatever, and then, um, you know, Martin, and they said his last name, and, and she starts cracking up so hard, like laughing in my face. And then she goes, Ay, pendeja, a ver, siéntate. And then she tells me to sit down, and then she tells me the whole story. When I was nine years old, I found out my dad wasn't my dad. He raised me since I was like nine months old. But point being is that we've all grown up with so different last names in our family. And so I did change my last name in my marriage, <sighs> but that's just a different story. We will talk about that in another segment of this thing. Because, yeah. But I, I kind of do agree with like what Kyra was saying though, and with you keeping your last name or her keeping hers and then the husband taking your last name. He can hyphenate his as well. 
Do you know what I mean? So why would it only be us who have to take on? Yeah, just don't, apparently just don't bring that up to men. Don't Can't bring nothing up to men. They say we're the sensitive okay, ones, but men are like whiny and they're very emotional. I'm sorry. That can be on our next one too because there's so much to talk about because yeah. I'm in a house full of four boys, my kids, and everybody's like, oh, you're so lucky because girls are so emotional and girls are this. Uh, no, no. Men, boys are just as bad, if not even worse, because you get the freaking stinky ass, stinky feet, ball sweat, and the emotionals, and the holes in the walls, and everything. Girls at least just There's go and cry in their room and just go. <laughs> Give you that little roll of the eyes and sassiness. But with boys, you get it fucking all, and you get the olor a huevos, a culo, a patas, and everything. Now I need a drink. Yes. Real quick. So... Clara is used to that because she grew up with all brothers. She didn't have any sisters. What she has that's closest to sisters is people like me because I'm her prima hermana. Yeah. But then she goes and gets married and it has all four boys. So she never got away from it smelling like ass crack and balls. Yeah. <laughs> no, never. And dogs. Anyway, um, so what we were getting at prior to a quick intermission um, <laughs> was, you know, oftentimes when, when we are brought up a certain way, we think that the things that we see is how things should be done. Marriage is not necessarily easy. And I know that that kind of goes to when Clara was talking about, you know, if she didn't live with her husband before they got married and then when they did everything is so much different the things that she's learned while being married and living together is a lot different than what she expected um, to begin with and that like she said we we should be able to choose what our names will be like our last names Just yeah. that's why you live with them and sleep with them before you get married so you know what you're getting into my thought I agree I agree. I, I, when I was younger, I had the, the thought of wanting to be a virgin and finding the man of my dreams and marrying him and going from there. But having experienced and being around so many people on both sides of the family, but namely my husband's side, they all, like the older generation, the older generation, they're miserable, very miserable. But they do tell you, you know, you are raised to be with this man, give him as many children as you can and put up with it, put up with him, put up with infidelity, put up with abuse, whether it be physical, emotional, whatever, because that's how you were raised and you are to be a submissive obedient, loving wife, and there's supposed to be no other man before him for you. But he can have as many women before, during, and after. Again, it goes back to like I was telling Kyra, socially men have always gotten away with so much when it comes to marriage, relationships, job, work, anything. So I feel that I don't think there's nothing wrong with a woman asking a man or 
letting a man know, hey, we can get married and be committed for the rest of our lives, but I don't want to take your last name. I honestly don't think so. Yeah, well, I think Zoe Zaldana, the actress, I think her husband took her last name. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe. So, from what I've heard, he took mm-hmm. her last name, um, which I kind of thought was poetic because it's poetic? just poetic. Like po- a poem? Yeah, yeah, like poetic. Because, <laughs> like, you know, she's she's Dominican and Colombian. Her mom um, only that, had girls. Kind of different cultures, like who takes whose name, or is it? Pre- it's pretty much men, right? Because, but but also men are the ones passing on their their yeah, like like whatever. I don't know. So in the Dominican Republic, a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like Mexico, they have two last names. They have mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Um, which one, one thing I do want to add to that though, mm-hmm. in Mexico, how if we have two last names here, our dad's last name is last, mm-hmm. and that's the one we use. In Mexico, the dad's last name is first, first, and that's the one you use. Yeah. So let's just say your mom's maiden name is, you know, Jefferson. Your dad's last name is Smith. <laughs> so you would be like Kyra. Very, uh, so you would sound like Kyra. a very, uh, you would be Kyra. Not Jeff. white girl name at all. Actually, no. no. The, the last name Jefferson, actually, the way it's spelled. Never mind. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> Kyra, okay, let's. Kyra. Kyra, okay, let's. Uh, Kyra Jefferson. I was about to get Like, oh, really? Alright, so something happened there. Anyways, all I'm saying is make no sense. I don't know. Don't don't joke around. Don't play the Chris Brown song and sing it to him to him talking about I'ma make you change I'ma make you take my name. I'ma make you change your last name. Ooh. They get really offended. <laughs> it's only funny for so long, apparently. Sorry. Not sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> no, but like, another <laughs> no, like, thing to last names, like, for me, I think last names aren't that important. Like, to me, I don't see them as that important because, I mean, I grew up with many last names within my family, so but to me, it was like whatever. I think you have a different dynamic. Your, your, your last name isn't like your, your family crest. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. But the thing that I think is funny, because Clara, like, did make a good point. In Mexico, it's like the dad's is first and then the mom's is last. In in Mexico, if you don't have two last names, you're a bastard. They're very old school that way. Mm -hmm. So where you get treated in social, like, circles, like, you're dirt. Even for jobs. Yeah, for jobs. They will, just because you don't have two last names, you could lose an opportunity for a job just because you don't have that and someone else does even if they don't have the same like studies that you did same degrees so what if your last name is the same so like my last name i dated somebody with the same last name Mm -hmm. completely not related they were a completely different Different. race yeah um but what would you do and you would have both this and this like yeah so it would be like for example my ex who I was with for Ain't nobody got time to write that. About a year and a half. His name was Smith. Yeah. It would be Garcia Garcia if his parents had the same last name. And they wouldn't even think twice about it in Mexico. They'd be like, oh. I think when you get married, 
Both of you guys lose your last name, and now you create a new name. Ooh, that would be something nice. That'd be dope. Mm. What, is that yours gonna be, be glitter? Nice. Not a stripper. <laughs> we should. I'm all mmm. We should. I'm all mmm. That would be your stripper name? Oh my god, now we know. Now we know what her stripper name would be. That would be her stripper name though. She just gave herself away. How do you know it's not already my stripper name? Oh damn, you've been hiding a well, while. You better invite us. Look, I would not be here. Okay. Needing a second job. You better invite us. I'd be your number one fan. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm the broke number one fan, but I'd be there in support. I wouldn't. I'd be like, woohoo, that's my girl. Who hit me with the penny again? Clara. <laughs> <laughs> <On> accident. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know where you were, even. I deserve at least a quarter. I can't even spend this here. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, going back to all of that, yes, I I do think to the original question that I had asked that it would be a little bit different if they were heterosexual couples and gay, like men. Um, also because of the emotional struggles. Okay. Anywho, um, so Clara was saying that she thinks it would be different if it was a heterosexual couple and or two men instead of two women. I think society just up all the relationships. Doesn't matter who you're with, what you're with, whatever you identify with. Society has made us seem like a relationship has to be perfect. There's no definition of perfect. Perfect is the imperfect that you can't live without. Okay. So that's going to wrap up our thoughts on Ultimatum Queer Love. Um, I do just want to say we again, we appreciate when you do decide to do what's best for you. If you want to be open about who you truly are, then be open. If you think it's not the time to root to reveal yourself, then that is fine too, as long as you do it in a safe space with the people that you care about. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. Um, we do want to give a shout out always to um, some people who we find interesting. So Candy Lover, last week we actually wore your shirts, the Muñeca de Porcelana, but we did not actually get to film or record wearing the shirts where it was visible. So that was kind of a fail on our part. We'll do better, we promise. But Candy, I have a proposal for you on behalf of us all. We would love to have you on Let's Avlad podcast so that way we can just talk about all the things, social media for you, all the things, anything you want to talk about. We have no limits for you. We would love to do it. We can go to you. Um, if you want to meet somewhere in between, mm -hmm. that's fine too. We'll figure it out if you see this. And if you know Gandhi and you're watching, Dile que se comunique con nosotros, okay? At MayaLadies7, that's M-A-Y-E-L-E-Y-D-I-S-7 on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Gandhi, reach out to us. We would love yes. to hear you. Yes. And yes. if you could do my makeup because I struggle with eyelashes. These bitches got me like... <laughs> <laughs> you know she don't like doing people's makeup. She said that a thousand times. I 
shot. Okay. Now you want to shoot your shot. Because, okay. Uh, her makeup yeah. always looks beautiful. Duh. Everything she does is freaking like beautiful. Uh, Flawless like skin she, too, though. But I know she doesn't. Well, the times I have seen her, very few, not as much as you guys, I've seen her where she's barely starting to put her makeup on. And I don't see like heavy pores. Oh, I don't no. see acne. I don't I don't see any of that. I mean, she may not have the perfect skin, like yeah. in the sense of like even tone. You know, I'm pretty she's sure she's got bags and yeah. a little bit of freckles. Her but my point is, yeah. She, yeah, they are. They are like she's a real one. She 100% real one, hands down. Can't nobody ever tell me anything about that woman. She is such an inspiration. She has helped me get through some extremely dark days. Um, and it sucks to see how people on social media just try to take that moment, take that power from her. And I will defend her till I can't defend her anymore. Come, come talk about me. Come talk about me. Because she's a real one and... It's okay. She loves who, what she's doing and loves her relationship, loves her family, like a genuine person and is not afraid to show like, yeah, I struggle with this. Yeah, I'm a real person, but yet looks as freaking gorgeous as she does. Body, looks, personality. She can, yeah, yeah, she can do it all. She's one of those people in high school, those girls that you're just like, oh. You make everything look so easy. I'm convinced that she's your spirit animal because both of you guys love glitter and- 100%. I'm pretty sure she's made of glitter. Because this boy, she Hello? My nephew wants me to like attend to him, so thank you guys for- Thanks for joining in. us. So and, so- and thanks for all like the, you know, like the, um, oh my God, what's the word I'm looking for? Feedback. There you go. <laughs> It's my mom brain. It is. I literally just started, took three sips of my mimosa. I hadn't drank all day, nothing. So it's the mom brain, excuse me. It's the exhaustion. But yes, we appreciate um, all the feedback because we're learning and I can't wait for this to go as big as it needs to get and so many of you to be a part of this. And yeah, give us all the feedback. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe, Tell your friends to tell their friends to tell their friends, they mamas and they mamas and their daddies and too, <laughs> that we are available everywhere, pretty much everywhere. If you want to know if we're available on it, ask us. Put in the comments what don't you think me. about the show. They, okay, ask, they know I ask don't. Ask me and her. Um, so ask us. We will definitely be looking at the comments to see what questions we can answer. Tell us your thoughts on Ultimatum Queer Love uh, um, Edition. I'm just going to say it because even though that's not the name of the show, that's what I want to call it. Um, anyways, bendiciones mi gente. Thank you. We appreciate you. Until next time where we discuss expectations from the much, much older generation since Clara touched on that a little bit and I think that that would be a good start for our next episode. Bye. Bye. Adios mi gente. Bye.